0: Ryan Ross.
1: Thank you, Sid. Today on Messianic Vision, our guest is Dr. Francis Miles, and this is so exciting because you have a brand new powerful revelation that teaches believers on how to enter the realm of breakthrough prayer and kingdom authority. The whole book, the whole teaching is about how to walk in your authority, and you have a brand new book, Dr. Miles, issuing divine restraining orders from the courts of heaven. That just sounds powerful. Before we get started, what is a divine restraining order?
2: Thank you so much. A divine restraining order is definitely an order issued by the courts of of heaven in order to protect a person, an entity, uh, uh, or institution of destiny from suffering irreparable harm uh, because of attacks from the demonic powers
1: So this restraining order this is this is to protect my destiny
2: exactly it's protect you know you see restraining orders even in the natural dimension are called protective orders because restraining orders have what is known in uh, in the realm of law as uh, as having the duality of effect or dual effect which is this, What when a restraining order is issued by a judge, there is somebody being restrained, that's why it's called a restraining order, but it's also called a protective order. Protective because it's protecting the one who is protecting somebody or an institution from the person who's being restrained. So restraining orders are very powerful because they take care of both sides of the fence. They restrain and they protect.
1: Okay, I, I get it now. Uh, I happen to be a chaplain with a police department here in Charlotte, so we, we are I'm around that all the time, restraining orders, so I, I completely understand that now. It's protecting the person uh, from any harm or anything coming near them because the restraining order says, you can't come any farther than this, correct?
2: Exactly. You know, that's exactly what it does in the natural. But imagine how powerful that is, brother, in the spirit dimension, when God is the judge behind the restraining order.
1: Yes, sir. All right, let's talk about uh, spiritual authority, which you talk a lot about in your teaching. You teach that one of the most powerful kingdom principles for working with God uh, and maintaining spiritual authority is 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 found in the, in divine restraint as it relates to spiritual authority.
2: Oh, that is very very powerful. Thank you for allowing me to be able to um, expound on that, brother. The whole revelation of issuing divine restraining orders is founded on a principle called the principle of divine restraint. And I and uh, uh, if you let if you if you humour me, I want I'm going to explain. For a very long time, when I came to Christ, I was bothered in my Bible study because my knowledge of the kingdom, my knowledge of the Lord. Was just growing, so I, I, I when I came across the story of Adam, you know, I had I had an uncle who was I was trying to reach for the gospel. I was so him uh, in love with Jesus. I wanted him to feel what I was feeling for Jesus. And one day, he just told me, he says, Francis, if God did not want some of us to sin, why would did that? Why did He create the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? He opened the Bible and he showed it to me. He says he could have easily not created it. And guess what? If he never created it, none of us gonna fall. Adam and Eve were not gonna be tempted because there's nothing to be tempted by. Why would he do it? You know. And now I, so that kind of bothered me that I could not fully answer him. And so over the way, over the years, that I believe God used that as the seed for the revelation. Now that this book has become. So uh, uh, when God began to teach me on restraining orders, God said to me, Francis. I know that the issue of why I created the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the garden has been a dilemma for me. It's been a challenge. But he said to me, but Francis, it's really simple when you understand what my perspective, where I'm coming from. I said, God, you know, I said, God, bring me into your perspective. He said, Francis, the reason I I put the tree of the knowledge of, of, of good and evil and placed a restraining order. On the on the ability to access it, I said to them, on the day that you eat of this fruit, you, you're going to die. Every other tree you can have, including the tree of life. By the way, they were given access to the tree of life, who is Yeshua. It's a prophetic picture of Jesus. So, in other words, God said, you can have as much Jesus as you want. I will never stop you from having Jesus. If there is no restraining order that's going to ever stop a child of God from eating more from Jesus. That will never be there. But God said to me, but there's this, there's this other tree. Of the knowledge of good and evil, you can never touch it or you can never eat it. On the day you do it, you can die. God said to me, You know, Francis, what I did that, as I did it, because here, 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 here is why I did it. He said to me, Francis, in the kingdom, in the kingdom, and this transposes itself all over the universe because God created this world. He said to me, Father, Francis, in the kingdom, there is no way, there is absolutely no way uh, for me. To be able to give authority to anybody without placing them under a restraining principle. He said to me, Francis, authority by its very nature requires a restraining principle. He says you can have power without the restraining principle, but you can have authority without the restraining principle. He said to me, I didn't give me an analogy. He said to me, Francis, imagine that you have you have the maid in your house who takes care of your house. You she she's there to clean and dust up the house. That's all she's hired for. So by any stretch of the imagination, in the house, she has the lowest level of authority in the house. She's a maid. Even the kids or your children have much more authority in the house because they belong to the house. But she's just a maid. So our authority level is very little over the house. But, but he said to me, check this out, though. Imagine one day you, d- you decide to go to Hawaii. You say, look, okay, I'm, I'm going to go to Hawaii. I'm, I'm going to take my, my whole entire family. And you call your maid. Let's call the maid Susan, just for a second. He says, Susan, come over here. We, me and my family, we're going to go to Hawaii for two weeks. So here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to allow anybody, do you hear me, anybody to access my the house, to come in. I don't want nobody inside my house while we are gone for two weeks. Do you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I, you are telling me not to let anybody. Anybody come into your house while you're gone? I said, yes. He said, Francis, do you know what you have just done? He said, while you are going to a wife for the two, two weeks vacation, by restraining, by the level of the restraining principle or order that you put upon the maid, you also change our authority structure over the house. Imagine tomorrow your own parents come to the house. That now that maid, even though they are your parents, that they they can't get into the house. Why? They can't get into the house because a maid would normally welcome them into the house. He's gonna have to stop them at the door. And they're like, why don't you know us? We are the we our son owns the house. How dare you try to stop us from coming? I mean, the parents might be upset, right? Please, so but their anger would be misplaced. Why? Because the moment you place the divine restraining order, you put the restraining principle on what she was not allowed to do with the house while you're going for two weeks, you also gave authority. He said, Francis, what restrains you is what gives you authority. This principle is all in the Bible. So when Adam broke the restraining principle, that's why you notice he lost the garden. He had no authority over it. He lost he lost even the ability to control the animals. The animals used to look at the lions, the bears. They used to honor him as the as God's son on the earth. But as soon as he broke the restraining principle, the lion began to think Adam was lunch. Why? Because the only thing that was uh, was giving authority over the animal kingdom. He did not know this was the restraining principle that God had put upon him. The moment he's broken, the authority was broken. So, in short, brother. God said to me, Francis, authority ends when the restraining principle is broken.
1: I get it. And so you, God, you teach that God can't use a person. He can't restrain, which which moves over into the what you call the Delilah spirit. What is that?
2: Well, that's very good. If the Lord spoke to me. He says, Francis, there's a lot of talk about the Jezebel spirit, the Viathan spirit. He says, you've done well to be able to expose what those demonic spirits, the principalities can do to the body of Christ if people are not careful. But he says, Francis, who talks about the Delilah spirit? He said to me, Francis, the Delilah spirit is even more dangerous than the Jezebel spirit. I said, God, explain. He said, well I said Jezebel, even though she was she was coming against Elijah, he still had an anointing. He still had an he, he still was he was he's still an, an authority over his life. It, uh, he had the anointing over his life. You know, but he said to me, Francis, the Delilah spirit, the Delilah spirit is the spirit that is assigned to investigate you, to find you are your flaws, right? to find where your weaknesses are. But the most important thing the Delilah spirit is looking for in your life it is to find the restraining principle that keeps you powerful, the thing that gives you your age in the Holy Ghost. So he once the Delilah spirit finds that law. This is a thing that, that sustains this level of power he walks in or she walks in. The Delilah spirit is going to begin to work a plan to cause you to sell out on the very thing that keeps you powerful. You know, pick you, but as a matter of fact, the Lord said to me, when, when, when Satan came to Adam, and I never saw this before, that when Satan came to Adam and Eve, he says he came disguised as a Delilah spirit. Watch, read it again. He came and said, you know, God knows the day you're going to eat of this. You're going to become like God, whatever. So the Delilah spirit is looking for the thing that restrains you. He doesn't care about everything else. Doesn't care about, see so notice, Satan never cared about the other trees. There was a lot of trees in the Garden of Abundance, Brother, there were so many trees. You know, our God is the creative God. I mean, there were so many trees with amazing fruit. How come the devil never even mentions any of them? Why? Because Satan does the Delilah spirit. Doesn't care about what you are released to do. It only cares about what you are restrained from doing. Because if it breaks that, the latter spirit says, I'm going to destroy you. And I'll give you a biblical case study if you let me. Yes. For a long time, I never understood the story of Samson. Samson used to offend my Pentecostal sensibility, my Pentecostal holiness sensibilities. Because when I read them, I said, God, I said, God, why? I know he was a mighty, Samson. You used him mighty, but how could you? I said, Lord, didn't you see where he came from? He just came from the Red District. What are you doing, God? And now you're using him in the supernatural. But when God began to reveal to me about the restraining principle and the restraining order, God said to me, Francis, can can you let me now explain to you what happened to Samson? I mean, I'm telling you, but I've been shouting since when God explained to me. Because finally, I understood the story of Samson. He said to me, Francis, go to uh, uh, Judges chapter 13 so you can see the beginnings of Samson because that's where the secret to his life is because that will explain uh, uh, some things that have bothered you about Samson. And, and, and then it will open you think, to things you you never saw before. He said to me, Francis, he said, I, so I went to, to read it and I found out that Samson's mother uh, was barren. She had been barren. She was married to a mother man called man- Manoah. And one day, an angel of God appears to this barren woman and literally says, heaven has decided to give you a baby. You are going to have a son. His name will be Samson. He is going to be a mighty deliverer. He's going to be a deliverer uh, of, of his people against the Philistines. He's going to be a mighty man. Then the angel says something I never saw before. The angel says, but this boy is going to have a restraining principle That's going to follow him his entire life. He's going to be a Nazarite from birth. His hair can never be shaved or cut at all. This man is not going to be somebody whose hair can be cut. That's the restraining order or principle God puts on Samson's supernatural ability. So God said to me, Francis, do you see anything there? where i talk about i took I even though do you see anything there in that in that passage where i talk about samson has to pray 24 hours a day or five hours on sundays or whatever for him to be anointed for him to throw in the supernatural power i said nothing I said uh-huh what did i say what is the only thing i connected the supernatural power to what is the only restraining principle that that i connected or anchored the supernatural grace power to I said, Lord, you said his hair cannot be cut. Said, mm-hmm. Now let's look at the story. He said, you see, Samson, he said, even though he, I never endorsed his his, his lifestyle with women, because notice, Francis, he said, when you have the, 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 the restraining principle on your life, you have to live a holy life to protect what's on your life. So it, So Samson's weakness with women became his undoing. So the enemy used that open door, Send the Delilah spirit, because you're ready weakness in that area, and notice as soon as Delilah comes into his life, you know what Delilah is looking for? She doesn't care about—she just said, I want to know the secret of your strength, the mysterion, the mystery behind your strength. Because how can a man like you destroy a thousand Philistines like, 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 like they were nothing? These are men of war. But you make them look like—you make it look like a piece of cake, that's, what What is the mysterion, the mystery behind your power? That's the Delilah spirit, my brother. And I'm saying, see, I've seen me, God to me, Francis, look around the world. Every man of God who has, who has fallen in a scandal, who has been reduced from where, what where I call them to be man or woman, says if they told, told you the truth in a, in a moment of honesty— There is a restraining order or principle I put on their anointing, their calling, that they violated.
1: It sounds like, Dr. Miles, that the restraining order not only protects you from others, but it protects you from yourself.
2: You are so right. So the, the restraining principle really protects what God has given to you, and then it protects you from yourself.
1: Now, you talk a lot about, because this, this book, this brand new book is called Issuing Divine Restrating Orders from the Courts of Heaven. Talk about God's justice system.
2: Yeah, God has an amazing judicial system. As a matter of fact, it's very interesting that when you read from Scripture, you begin to find out, like, uh, find out that much of the judicial systems of, the, of nations is based upon God's judicial system. Moses is called the lawgiver. The Bible says the law came with Moses. I used to, I, I never used to fully understand that verse. The law came by, by Moses, by grace came with Jesus Christ. But to be frank, when, when the Bible says the law came with Moses, it literally means the dispensation of law into, that, that now has affected every nation on earth came through Moses. So Moses was given the judicial system. He was was taken when he, he spent 40 days in the glory of God on Mount Sinai. God took him into the heaven and showed him the entire court of heaven system. And out of that, so out of that revelation of seeing the entire court of heaven, court of heaven system, God says to Moses, bring it down. So Moses becomes a giver because he was the first man in the Bible to really master the courts of heaven. He brought the courts of heaven to earth. And that's why, after Moses, you begin to see nations begin first Israel becomes the template of a nation under the god's judicial system, the laws of the land the, but then as you cross, go across the nations of the world, have you noticed even in America even though we have been, in America, even in areas where we are the Ten Commandments are being brought down, but if you really look at the judicial system, it can't run away from the Ten Commandments. it can't run away from the judicial system that uh, Moses put in place so Uh, When you go into, for instance, Zechariah chapter 3, you find a a courtroom trial in heaven already in session. It's very interesting that the setting that is in there is the same setting we see today in America. When you go in a courtroom, there's a judge, there's a prosecutor, and then there's the table for the defense. That's exactly what you see in Zechariah chapter 3. The judge is there, the angel of the Lord, the advocate is there, and Satan, the accuser, is there, and there's evidence being presented. I mean, it's amazing to see how our judicial systems in the earth, you know, are completely parallel to the judicial system that is in heaven. So this is why I think that uh, 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 Christians are going to break through into Higher levels of breakthrough prayer, if they begin to understand the judicial or court of heaven uh, dimension of prayer, because it's an amazing realm of prayer. The, I, I, brother, we are seeing people getting breakthroughs who have said for years that 's to happen. this began to apply restraining orders. I, I mean, we have, been, have men who are. Husbands who had left their houses and becoming going back to their houses because of because of the wife issued the restraining order against. I mean, it's just an amazing realm when people begin to enter that judicial system, begin to understand it that I can approach God as judge and have my case be heard before the Lord. The the blood of Jesus bought the right for me to be able to come before the court and get justice because the Bible says the foundation of God's throne is justice. So that's why I just love the judicial system of the kingdom of God.
1: Now, you're teaching us what restraining orders are, that God has a judicial system to where we operate in and through, and we carry the spiritual authority. Okay, so briefly tell us how we can begin to apply divine restraining orders uh, in our lives or or around us for our destiny.
2: Amen, amen. The first thing we have to understand is, when you're a person of destiny, you know, if, if you don't want to do destiny, you're probably going to have a, pro- a difficult time securing a, a divine restraining order because the divine restraining orders are, are designed to protect people of destiny. People want to do God's will. They want to do God's destiny. They want to move the kingdom forward. So, but I believe that most of the, most of your listeners are, are in that place where they love Jesus. They're just looking for a way to be able to anchor some breakthroughs, stop the, uh, the assault of the demonic world that's coming upon them. So, uh, they you know. So what we have, uh, so in, in in order to come and um, uh, request a restraining order, just like in the natural system, if I want a restraining order, I can go to my pastor. Why? Because that's not the arena for restraining orders. Your pastor can pray for you. You know, uh, unless he's going to apply divine restraining orders, because then then he has access to the courts of heaven. But um, in the natural realm, you don't. If you're looking for a restraining orders uh, over somebody, you know, who's 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 a threat to you in a, in the American judicial system, you can not go to your pastor. He doesn't he doesn't have that level of authority. You have to go into a courtroom because a restraining orders can only be issued by a judge. That is anyone in the world you go. A restraining order can be only issued by a judge, and so what happens then is I tell people the uh, what I normally tell them is as you come before the court, what you do is you ask the court to be seated. The court, Daniel chapter seven verse ten talks about the, and I saw that the court was seated and in the seat, and God began to render fiery judgment. So what? So I tell people is you uh, you come before God and you say, hello Father, I mean I come before you. I ask for the privilege to come before your court and address the court and adjudicate my case. And then you mention the restraining order you are looking for, and like what we have done in the book, in my book, issuing divine restraining orders. Every rest- we, the book has got about 18 different types of restraining orders that we have placed in there, and I made sure that they were scriptural uh, put around it because one of the things about uh, obtaining a restraining order from a judge is you, you can't have uh, no judge who's who's worth his sort, who honors the bench, is going to give a restraining order that is frivolous. Right. So that the judge knows, OK, I'm not just issuing a restraining order on somebody who doesn't really deserve it. There's real danger to their life. So judges really want to prove that because judges know once they issue a restraining order, then the entire court system is committed to protect you. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are, whether you have got wisdom on doesn't matter. That's what the power of a restraining order, the entire court becomes. So judges are very reluctant uh, to offer a restraining order unless they know that there's real danger there. So what I tell, so what I, what I tell people, go before God, you know, have your scriptures together, you know, and uh, uh, for instance, if, if you're asking God for a restraining order against premature death, it would be nice to bring scriptures to the courtroom like, I have, cut, the thief comes to steal, to steal, and to destroy. But I have come so you may have life and have more abundantly. So when I'm going before God asking for a divine restraining what against premature death, I'm bringing life scriptures. God, did you not say, uh, did you not say in your word that with long life shall I satisfy him and show him myself? But didn't you not say in your word, you know, I place before you, blessing and curse, life and death. Lord, therefore choose life. I choose life, Lord. I mean, you give, this is the evidence, Lord, I present this evidence from the scripture that that I am worthy of a restraining order against premature death, because I want to do your destiny. I mean, you go before the court, and then, of course, I tell people, when you're in the court of heaven, don't leave the courtroom until God has given you witness that the restraining order has been released. You know, I said, wait, don't be in a hurry, just go there, get the, the restraining order is that important, because once it's issued, your whole life is going to change, you know, so you are in the courtroom, and uh, God will give you a witness, because the Bible says that, uh, you know, the the Spirit of God gives us witness, you know, so, you know, the spirit, bear, the, the spirit of God bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, Romans eight sixteen. Said you, the Holy Spirit will give a witness, you know, and you go before the court, and then once you get a witness in your spirit, the restraining order has been issued by the judge, uh, by 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 the heavenly judge. Then you need to go into Thanksgiving and begin to receive it by faith, and go into Thanksgiving and reinforce with Thanksgiving. And brother, we are seeing people from around the world saying, "Oh my God, this has been a game changer for my life." You know, it's a, it's just incredible to be able to see.
1: Now, speaking of people being changed, tell me about the story of Annie who attended your church that uh, where the divine restraining order brought a breakthrough.
2: There's so many, but I will tell you about a particular case where i was it was a, it happened on a sunday morning i was in my office at church and uh, this uh a, one of my caucasian members came into the into the into the office and i could see from her eyes that she had been crying she had been crying all night because her eyes were very bloody they looked uh, uh, uh they were just red i mean this, uh, i knew the look of somebody who's been crying all night i said to her what is going on you know what is going on you look like uh, you you had a funeral what what's going on and then she, and then she just let up this deep cry. She says, fast, fast. I cannot live this way anymore. I just can't live this way. God, no, I can't live this way." I said, "What do you mean you can't live this way?" She said, "Well, I," she said, he said, "Well, I had an amazing marriage. At least I thought I did." He said, "I just a marriage and marriage we we were married for years." I said, "One day I came home, and my husband, I caught my husband cheating on our cheating on our marital bed with a woman that was much." you know, probably half of his age. He said, just broke me, just broke me. And then, instead of repenting, uh, he left with the girl, And that's the last, he moved out that same day. Uh, We have got two children together, a boy and a girl. They were really traumatized by this because they loved their dad. Everything went into a tailspin. He says, but you know what? You You know, we are going through a divorce process right now. He said, every time he comes to get the children, he comes with this woman. Does he really have to come with the woman that, to destroy our marriage, come and pick the children, and then he, he insults me sometimes in front of this girl. I, I just, I mean, he said last night he, he said this week he came and he did the same thing in front of this girl. I said, I, I mean, he said I just, I can't live this way. I don't know what to do. He said, I've been trying to take my children to Wisconsin to go and see their grandparents, just because they're very close to their grandparents. He called me. He said, if you take the children out of Arizona, I'm gonna, I've got contacts with the police. I'm gonna go and tell them that I'm gonna file a kidnapping charge. You know, against you for kidnapping my children. You know, so now I'm stuck. I can't even take the children. They are crying to go and see their grandparents, but I don't know what to do. So she's crying. The Holy Spirit says to me, "Ask her that she want a restraining order on this man." And I said to her, "Hey, why don't you?" I said to her, "Would you like to get a restraining order?" Now she immediately thought, "I'm talking about natural restraining order." Go before the judge. She said, oh, I don't even know. I don't have the money to get get the lawyer to go and and argue my case and blah, 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 blah. I said, said, no, 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 no. I am not talking about going through a natural court and asking for a natural restraining order. I said to me, they are restraining orders that are more efficacious. They are more powerful than natural restraining orders. You can have a natural restraining order and still get killed by the one you are being restrained from. It has happened in so many FBI cases where somebody did the right thing, got a restraining order against a violent ex-husband or brother or man, and they still got killed, you know, because the restraining orders of the natural are not very dynamic. In other words, they, they, they are enforced. But sometimes, by the time the police get to your house, you could be dead. Even though they get the guy in jail, but you're still dead. He says, but spiritual restraining orders are applied by angels in at the speed of light. You once you get the restraining order from the court of heaven, you never need a restraining order from the, order, the court of man. I saw the light. I said, Oh my God! She said, You mean I can go before the court of heaven? God can issue restraining orders? I said, Of course. I said, He is a judge of the entire earth. He's, go, he's, he's more powerful than the nine justices in America. He said, "Can we go before? The, can I take you before? I am an officer of the court of heaven. Can I take you before the court of heaven? And I know exactly how to get restraining orders." I said, "Please, let's do it." So I said, "Okay, give me his name." And we went before the court of heaven, and we pleaded our case before God. You know, we gave the Lord scripture. We, we gave, uh, and then we said, "God, here's what we are asking a restraining order for." That number one. He never, ever again comes to pick the children with the woman who broke the marriage because your daughter does not deserve to live through that embarrassment every time. Lord, we are restra- that should never happen again. We said, number two, Lord, we are restraining his abusive behavior that he cannot be when he's on the phone or when he's talking to her, he cannot treat her like she's trash. I mean, I went through everything and I said, number and three, Lord. I said she needs to take her children to Wisconsin so they can see their grandparents. We asked him. To, I mean, we went through that before the Lord. And as we are in the court, God said to me, I heard the voice of voices. The voice said, the restraining order has been granted. I turned to. Her, I said, the Lord said the restraining order has been granted. This this issue is dealt with. I says really, I said, it's done. She she was okay, you know. She's my I could say she was it by faith, you know, because she's you know she knows I exist, you know, and so. Uh, within then, within 48 hours, about 48 hours, <laughs> our ex-husband calls, and he calls her, and the first thing out of his mouth, he says to her, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. She says, sorry for what? She says, the way I've been treating you. I am so sorry. I broke the marriage. I'm the one who destroyed the covenant. It's not you. You didn't do it. But I've been treating you like trash. She's crying on the other side. She's like, oh, my God, this is what we went went to the court for. You know, I'm so sorry uh, for the insults, the abuse. I'm so sorry. I mean, she said, I'm just crying. I'm on the phone. And Laura said, don't say anything. Just let him keep talking. And he says, you know, I want to promise you something. She says, What? She says, "When I come to get the children, you don't deserve to see me with the woman that broke the marriage. You don't deserve that. So I have already told her every time I come to keep my kids, she's remaining. I, she, I can't come with that. You never, my kids will never, you will never see her with me like that. We, I, I'll never come and be, be, really, you want, yeah, yeah. And she, I won't do that. And and then he said, finally, she said, I know.'" You've been wanting to take the children to go and see their grandparents in Wisconsin, and I treat, and I told you I was going to file a kidnapping charge. He said to her, I'm never going to do that. I'm sorry I even said that. So if you want to go this week, next week, I don't care. Take the children, just bring them back. <laughs> After that month, he would never, he was, he, she said to the mother, it's like having, even though we're not back it's like having my ex, my husband, the man I married, he was gentle towards me, but children, it's, I, I said, it's a restraining order. That, the, the demonic powers that were animating that character of, of, of treating you like you're trash, they're abusing you, wanting to flaunt their fear in front of you, those were demons. But when the restraining order was issued, that's what's happening. Mm. I mean, we've seen so many miracles. I mean, there are many.
1: I know you have so many miracles in marriages, restoration, uh, uh, so many wonderful testimonies of people being safe from harm. And uh, Dr. Miles, tell the people at home about your book, Issuing Divine Restraining Orders from the Courts of Heaven, your brand-new book, three-CD set. What people are going to take away from these uh, materials? Oh, the
2: takeaways are very powerful. They take a, one, one of the major takeaways is that you know, what the, What people are telling me is this. They're saying, Dr. Miles, you know, I, they're saying that one of the things that they are taking out of the revelation is they're realizing that they don't have to take it. Some of the stuff they have been taking from the demonic world, they have been taking because they did not know they are, that they had the legal rec- recourse to ask for a restraining order. You see, the power of a restraining order is that it makes the warfare go from the person who was being attacked to the judge who is issuing the restraining order. You see, people, many people don't understand this, that the devil himself, the devil himself, Lucifer himself, is an officer of the court of heaven. And I can prove it. You see, Lucifer, in the book of Job, the Bible says that when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, Satan came with them. Now, the with Satan means the accuser, okay, he's the accuser, you know, but it's, it's one who accuses you in a legal context. So but so the question that comes to mind is, what is Lucifer, Satan, doing in heaven? I thought he was cast out of heaven. What is he doing? And the Lord said to me, Francis, he said, you know why he's in heaven? He said, people, he said, yes, he has been cast out of heaven as a residential place for him to be. He doesn't have a residency anymore, but the Bible doesn't say he doesn't have access to the, to the, heavenly realm, to the heaven. So the reason, Francis, is said, said, that Satan has been cast out of every part of heaven except the court system. He said, Francis, until the age of sin is consummated and closed, Satan, as a prosecutor, has a legal right to come before the court because you can never have a trial when there is no prosecutor. So when so when there's so that's why that's why is he was in he was in heaven, he had come from the earth to bring the cases against the sons of men he had been able to gather. So while he's there presenting cases of accusation based upon legal rights he has found uh by in those people's lives, you know, while he's there at the court presenting these other cases. the Lord says, have you considered my seven jobs? God says, hey, Have you got a job? And and Lucifer himself said, How can I? I have seen him. He says, But you have put a hedge around him. You see, a restraining order is like a hedge around you. So that you have put a hedge around him. And then here, what Lucifer out of his own mouth says, And I can't touch him. Mm. I can't. That's the power of a restraining order. Why does Lucifer say I can't even touch him? Because Lucifer is an officer of the court of heaven, so he has to pray by the rules of the court. Otherwise, you'll be held in contempt.
1: This is so good, uh, Dr. Miles. There's so many uh, wonderful nuggets and teaching. And even in your, the last chapter of your book, you have 18 powerful activation prayers for issuing divine restraining orders against spiritual attacks, abuse, witchcraft even the spirit of poverty, premature death, and on and on and on. And I love that. And I love how you carry that authority and you teach us how to do the same to make uh, uh, the devil pay for everything that he's tried to do to us. And uh, Dr. Francis, as we wrap up, would you pray a prayer over the people at home?
2: Yes, yes. Heavenly Father, right now, I thank you for the people, your sons and daughters that are listening to this feed. In the name of the Lord Jesus Father, we come before your court in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I know that one thing I know for sure, God, that you want your children to live a long and abundant life. So, God, we come before the court of heaven, reminding you of what you have said in the word, in the constitution of your kingdom, that with long life shall I satisfy them and show you my salvation. You said, you you said when you are on the earth in your physical body, Lord, you said, the thief comes to kill, to steal and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. So, Father, we issue, we come before your court and ask you to issue a divine restraining order against the spirit of premature death concerning anybody who's listening to this call. I declare that the appointment with premature death is canceled by this restraining order. I'm asking God that angels from the court of heaven will be duly released to go and enforce this restraining order with, uh, with great passion in Jesus' name. I declare and decree that anybody that is listening to us, any kind of sickness, sickness is an agency of death it's supposed to cut somebody's life short. I declare the healing power as the restraining order against premature death is released. I just declare that cancer must pack its bags and leave. I just declare that arthritis must just but its bad and live. Every death agency, every death agency that is designed to kill any of your sons and daughters before the appointed time must now be healed because the divine restraining order from your court against Satan this killing them, whether by accident or by disease, has been issued by the court of heaven. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you, my God, in Jesus' name, that Satan himself knows as an officer of the court of heaven, Heaven that he cannot violate a restraining order that comes from Jehovah God because he is risking his access to the court of heaven and Lucifer will never do that because he wants to be able to bring legal cases. He's brought his God from the earth before the Lord. So Father, I thank you that as an officer of the court of heaven, we said to we, we declare and declare Lucifer Satan must release the people that he that, that have been a, that he's been appointing to die before their time a restraining order. Father has been issued, we declare miracles everywhere in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. And Father, I also issue restraining orders against this demonic spirits that have been issued to break up marriages. Father, anybody who's listening to this call or to this interview whose marriage is under demonic assault, oh my God, oh Rabbi, I say, my God, in the name of Yeshua, that a restraining order against the destruction of that marriage is now being issued in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you, God, that we're going to get testimonies where people are going to say, Dr. Miles, my marriage was was going down. And then I heard that interview, and then as I heard you pray, something happened, and my marriage shifted into a place of breakthrough. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. That was powerful. And you've been listening to Messianic Vision with our guest, Dr. Francis Miles. Now here's Sid to tell you how you can get this special resource.
0: Dr. Francis Miles was given a powerful revelation from God that will teach you how to win every battle in life. In his brand-new book, an exclusive three-CD set, Issuing Divine Restraining Orders from the Courts of Heaven, Dr. Francis invites you to enter Heaven's courtrooms, step into your place of spiritual governance, and release divine restraining orders that destroy the schemes of the enemy. You will learn how to demolish the enemy's plots and step into the fullness of your destiny. Included in this book are 18 powerful activation prayers for issuing divine restraining orders against spiritual attacks, abuse, witchcraft, the spirit of poverty, premature death, and more. Call now for Dr. Francis Miles' brand new book and exclusive three CD set issuing divine restraining orders from the courts of heaven for an investment of 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Dr. Francis' brand-new book, an exclusive three-CD set, Issuing Divine Restraining Orders from the Courts of Heaven, offer number 9664, for an investment of 35 U.S. dollars. Be sure to ask for offer number 9664. Once again, that's offer number 9664.